Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Hey there, thanks for joining me on Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson and I'm your host. I want to make sure that you stay tuned to the end of this broadcast because I have a really cool, time-sensitive opportunity for you that you will definitely want to know about. In the meantime, just a huge thank you, just a massive debt of gratitude that I have for helping me to keep the podcast alive. That happens sincerely because of your reviews. By going to iTunes and letting people know about the show and also allowing me to read your comments so I I know what your favorite shows are and how they've helped you or what you'd like more of. I can't even tell you how important that is and it's the reason why the show continues to do so well and and that is 100% because of you, my lifers. I'm a lifer to you. You can't get rid of me even if you tried. Thank you for being here with me. I'm recording this live here on Periscope. It's a super crazy, ridiculously cool new platform. It's the ultimate way to connect with people. And if you're not here, I know like a year from now, you're going to say, oh man, I remember when you guys were talking about that and we should have been there. Yeah, because it's like the cool place to be and you want to be there first. That's how you, if you're an early settler on social media platforms that pop, Oh, the opportunity is redonkulous. So just a quick reminder that we would love to invite you to join us here on Periscope. It also gives you an opportunity for me to read your comments and your questions live while I'm recording this episode. On Build Your Tribe, what I try to do is help people build a business that requires less time in it and more time where you're able to actually share your message and your word. So I thought it'd be fun to tell a really interesting story. When I first knew I wanted to get into personal and business development, we're talking, this is uh, when I was 20, 25 years old, 26 years old. The very first business conference that I ever went to was at the Anaheim Convention Center. And there were tens of thousands of people there. I went because Billy Blank or Billy Blank's was on the docket of speakers that evening. What happened, however, was I sat in the audience and listened to countless speakers, including General Powell, including Tony Robbins, including Brian Tracy. And when I heard Brian Tracy's part of the day, which was about an hour, he talked about goal setting. I'd never in my life understood how to focus and actually complete something. Now, fear has never been my problem. I'm not afraid of failing. Bring it on. I'm happy to try something. But I didn't know how to complete something. I didn't know how to take something all the way to fruition. And I I really knew very little about goal setting. And I remember sitting in that auditorium in the nosebleed section with my husband in Anaheim, California, and, and, and knowing for a fact that I would apply everything that I just learned and knowing that my life had just changed. And I didn't stay for the rest of the day. I left the auditorium. I went to the table outside where Brian made available the cassette tapes. Cassette tapes, so you know what year this was. The cassette tapes on the program that I just heard because I wanted that repetition. And I bought those cassette tapes and I listened to them religiously in my broken down Jeep as I drove around and drove around, drove around. And I let him become my mentor from afar. 
I thought for many years about writing him a letter and talking about all the ways that he had helped me in business. You see, many people probably know me. They know me. Most of my notoriety comes from fitness. And people are always asking me, you know, can you give advice on how to build an empire in fitness? Can you tell us how to get a fitness infomercial? Can you explain how you've had such great success in fitness? Like, should I study kinesiology? Should I, what should I study in college to have a career like yours in fitness? And the truth is, I didn't study fitness. You know me in fitness because I learned from the best how to be good in business and how to network and how to build relationships. And because of that, and I do not say this to boast, I say this because I've learned from incredible mentors. Anything I do will be tremendously successful because I am an amazing student. If you teach it to me, I will take notes. I will rewrite my notes. I will highlight my notes. I will ask questions. I will apply. I will adjust. I will reapply and I will do it. Because if you've done it and you've helped thousands of other people do it, I can do it. I just have to follow your instructions. So because of that, it gives me great pride in knowing I know the formula. So whether it's fitness or teaching people how to build an online business, I will be successful because the foundation's there. It isn't about fitness. It isn't about the thing that you're in right now. It's about the foundation and learning that foundation. Now, many years later, I had become uh, very successful. Uh, I, I make that weird face to the people on Periscope. They can see this weird face that I'm making. Become really successful from a number standpoint. Had the car, had the house, had the bank account, had the ability to do anything I wanted to do and not ask how much does that cost? What's the price on that? No, to, that to be at that stage was unthinkable. You know, a girl who grew up um, without any money and um, the first person to ever go to college on either side of my family, a girl who didn't have anything really, but to be in a position where I, I no longer needed to ever ask for a loan or how much something cost seemed unfathomable. And so I had this debt of gratitude I felt I needed to pay to Brian. Um, I, wanted, I wanted him to know that I had been listening and applying and I'd been his best student. Little did I know he's got, you know, millions of students who've probably done very similar to me. But rather than writing him a letter, because everybody gets those letters, especially at his level, rather than approaching him at a seminar when he's, you know, a little bit preoccupied, I decided to invest. And I invested in a uh, public speaking course, a very private, very intimate public speaking course. It was the, the biggest personal development investment I had ever made. I, I'd have to ask Brett. I, get the, I mess up the number all the time, but I believe it was a $9,000 investment. And I, I signed up to take this three-day course with him and just 10 other people. I thought three days in a room with Brian Tracy, 10 other people, I will, I don't care if we're sitting there peeling bananas, that is worth every penny to me. 
And so I made that investment. I'd already been doing a lot of public speaking by then, a ton of public speaking. I was already training public speaking. By, by that point in my career, I had already trained probably 200 other speakers in public speaking. I'd been taking um, uh, Dale, not Dale Carnegie courses. Help me, help me. A good speaker should know what the word is. Um, the courses that you can take free in your area on public speaking. Come on, you know what it is. Just drew a total blank. Mm. Thank God for Periscope. I'd already been taking courses in Toastmasters since the fourth grade. How crazy is that? My parents signed me up for Toastmasters in the fourth grade. They didn't know. I just, I had to deliver a speech because I'd won this like writing contest and I was nervous. My parents said, well, uh, we'll do some research and they signed me up for Toastmasters. My point is, there's always something to learn. You've got to be humble. And despite the fact that I, you know, was considered by many an expert at public speaking, I wanted to learn from the best. I wanted to humble myself. I say that, but I walked in to that weekend thinking, <laughs> he is going to be quite, in my delusional mind, I thought, okay, I'm going to stand up and give my first speech. And he's, he's just going to be like, take over. Who are you, Shalene Johnson? I would like for you to run my corporation. And in fact, I'm going to leave everything in my estate to you. And who are you? And like, I thought he was going to be like, you know, like ending the seminar that week, that moment and calling everyone he knew in the industry to say, get this girl on a stage. Um, that did not happen. I wasn't as good as I thought. You know, I, I, I stood up and I, I, gave my presentation and he really went to town and corrected me and told me all of the places where I needed to be better. And he shared with me that it took me way too long to tell people what it was I was going to tell them. And that I never in fact started my presentation by telling people what I was going to tell them. It was a very humbling experience and I learned so much. I really did learn so much. But guess what happened after that? Because I was a humble student, I, then it was a face and a name and an investment. Sure, I'd invested in him from afar, but now I'd made a, a big investment. And I'm not just talking financially. Sure, I'd spent tens of, or thousands of dollars on this seminar, but I think the bigger investment for people who are mentors is when someone you are mentoring makes the investment in applying what you've taught them. And he saw that I was doing that. And shortly thereafter, guess what he did? He called and asked if I would speak on his stage at one of his events. What? That wasn't even, that wasn't even on my list. But the reason why that happens is the same reason why my father-in-law, Bob Johnson, who's a head football coach at Mission Bio High School, the moment the season ends, he picks up the phone and he starts his full-time job of working to make sure every one of his students, the kids who are coachable, the kids who took his advice, the kids who really want it, who listened, and he spends every waking moment working to get them opportunities. If you haven't picked up on it yet, the moral of the story is when you truly 
invest in people who can make something happen for you. And I mean, really, you invest. You invest your money. You invest your time. You invest your humility. And you show them, I want this. It is the alt. That's why most people who are leaders and mentors and givers, it's why they do what they do because they want to see you bigger than they ever were. A true leader really wants to see you far exceed their expectations, be way bigger than they are. So today I opened up my Instagram app and I've been putting off since the latest updates. I've been putting off looking at the messages because now everybody can message you and their brother. And it just made me realize this is exactly what I'm talking about. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages from people asking me to do something for them. Can you shout me out? Hey, Shalene, I've been a fan of yours for so long. Can you take a look at my Instagram account? Hi, Shalene, you don't know me, but I've got this uh, event coming up, this charity event, and I know, and then the guilt. And I know you're a Christian woman, and I know you wouldn't let us down, and we are counting on you too. And hey, Shalene, um, I hope this reaches you. Can you do this for me? It's not going to work, people. That's not going to work. However, I did see a few messages from my smarty pants who were clever enough, not clever enough, smart enough to say, Shaleen, I am a smart success grad. Can I tell you about what I've done and how this has changed my life? And shared with me how they've invested their learning They've invested themselves. They didn't ask me for anything. They wrote me an Instagram message to tell me how they had applied the knowledge they had learned after making an investment in me. They made an investment in me and then had the kindness and the thoughtfulness to say, I want to tell you how good of a student I've been. And you bet they won my favor. That's smart. That's, that's how you... That's how you get on the radar of people who can make those kind of connections for you. Now, many of you probably know the story of um, Tiffany Lee Bymaster, Coach Glitter. You've seen her. You've seen me talk about her. You probably wonder if she's been on my podcast. You've seen me promote her. You've seen me uh, talk about her in many scopes. And you might wonder, like, so how good do I have to be at my craft for my mentor to make mention of me, to promote me, to help me get recognized, to share my broadcast. It's not about how good you are because everyone's great. You're all awesome. But I want to share Coach Glitter's story because you'll see what she's doing with the people who are her students. And it starts like this. Tiffany showed up in the audience of one of my events, Smart Success. And I looked out into the audience and thought, why is she sitting out there? I thought she was going to be in the back. She was, had done my makeup for that event. And after the break, I went back to get a touch-up from her quickly. And I said, what are you, oh, that's so cool to see you in the front row. And um, then one of my staff members mentioned, Tiffany did not want to ask for a favor. She wanted to make the investment herself, and she paid for herself to be here at Smart Success. Beyond that, she applied absolutely 
everything she learned because she had made the investment. She had skin in the game, as they say. And not only did she learn everything she could, she took people with her along the way. And then it so changed her business, her purpose, her financial status, her life, that she wanted to teach other people how to actually apply what you learn and started coaching other people in account- accountability groups and started building her email list. An email list so, so deep, not wide, deep, that she became the number one affiliate for and, and, and really made a name for herself because she was coming in ahead in terms of affiliates. Now, affiliates, for those of you who aren't familiar, is when somebody says to their email list, hey guys, this is something we need and we should look at it. This is something you need. Here's why I think it's worth our investment. Let's do this. Now, you get emails like this all the time. You are probably following me. You probably follow many other people who send lots of emails saying, hey, check this out, check this out, check this out. A lot of people do that and they make great, great livings at that by recommending other programs. But what Tiffany did, which was different, is she created an incredibly loyal, deep list, a list of people who um, she had won their trust and integrity because she never was going, never would lead them wrong. She was only going to tell them about things that she had done that were working for her and that changed her business. Now, when she did that, get this, with a list, the year that she came, uh, she'll have to double check my stats on this, but I, I know for sure she was in the top three. The year that she came in the top three for affiliates above Brendan Burchard, above Jeff Walker, above many other names that you know in the online marketing space, the year that she ranked number three, she only had about 3,000 people on her list. And she was playing against boys who had um, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000 people on their list. How do you do that? You go deep. You serve people with integrity. Yeah, and then what happened? The people who invested with her and said, I'm doing this with you as my coach and then made an investment and invested in her to have her coach them. Guess what happened to them? Yeah, she promotes the heck out of them. You know why? Because we want our own students. We want our own students to succeed. It's just like the head coach. The head coach wants his players to get a scholarship. When the recruiters show up at the football office and ask, hey, do you, do, you know any, do you know any linebackers? Do you know any defensive ends? They're not going to tell you about some other talented kid on another team. They're going to tell you about the kid who's listening on their team, the kid who's putting in the time, the kid who's invested. That's why it's happening. So if you wonder sometimes why people win favor, it's because they've invested. And I'm not just talking financially. I mean investing really investing. Someone asked, what are the best ways to get a mentor to mentor you? By investing in them. You don't ask a mentor to mentor you. You invest in them. You become their biggest fan. You take notice. You put your money into it, not mine. A mentor doesn't need to help just to help. They've got plenty of people who God places in their lives every day who they can help. If you want to catch the attention of your mentor, you need to invest in them. Not just money, 
but you have to say, I, I get it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to apply it. And that's how you win favor. That tip, I, I call that tip favor that flatters. I'm not going to recommend anyone for you to watch their broadcast on Periscope unless it flatters me, right? So if you're a loose cannon, if um, every other broadcast that you do makes no sense, if what you're doing doesn't flatter my business in some way, if it doesn't, if it doesn't say something about me, I'm not going to tell people about it. It's the same mentality that we use when we share something on Facebook. You've seen videos that you're like, wow, that was super entertaining. That was kind of crazy. And you think for a second about sharing it. And then you go, I don't think that really says much about me. I, I don't think I should share this because it's very inappropriate. So it's not flattering to me to share this. And then you'll see one of those videos on Facebook and you're like, this is so moving. I love this kid. I love this story. People are going to see this story and it's going to be so inspirational to them. And I'm going to share this because it flatters me. Favor that flatters. Invest. Invest in others. Some of you know Christine Dwyer. Now, I want to tell you the story about Christine Dwyer. And for those of you who don't know Christine Dwyer, you should follow her. You should follow everybody who I'm going to mention tonight. Christine Dwyer and I met, I don't even know what year it was, but probably 16 years ago, right when the internet and chat rooms and message boards started to take off. Christine Dwyer today is the most successful individual in her network marketing organization, multi-level marketing, direct sales, whatever you want to call it. The Beachbody organization, and many of you know, I have fitness programs that are in the Beachbody community. I also used to own a fitness company, a certification company, and a fitness apparel line for women that was acquired by Beachbody. Christine Dwyer has the largest organization, the largest number. Do you want to know how many people? She has 163,000 people in her downline. What? And you hear me talk about her, but let me tell you how this started. 16 years ago or more, Christine and I met on a chat forum for fitness instructors. It was called turnstep.com. And it was the most opinionated, ridiculous waste of time. And people would go on there and they would bash each other and they would debate different types of fitness programs. And it was when fitness started to like get interesting because for a long time, it was just high, low impact. And then people were doing things like kickboxing and yoga. And before that, some of you are too young to even realize this. All there was was high-low impact. That's it. Like Jane Fonda style. And Christine and I would often align on those message boards. Like we'd kind of support each other. And I didn't know her. And I was watching. And I was watching what she was doing. And I took a real interest in her. I asked if she would be interested in working for a company I was developing called Powder Blue Productions. And I sent her an email and I asked her, I asked her to convince me why she should come out to California and have me train her. And she did that. And then I asked her to invest her own money to fly out to Southern California to meet someone she'd never met before, to train to do something that had no credibility yet. It was an idea. 
But I wanted to see, would, would she invest? Would she, did she believe in me enough? Would she, would she invest her own money to show me that she was at least as invested as I was? And she did that. And she eventually left her full-time career in, uh, I believe it was medical equipment sales, and came to work for us full-time. Just absolutely everything I've ever taught Christine, she does it times 10 and does it and then teaches others how to do it. And that's why you'll always hear me promoting Christine Dwyer because she's invested and loyal. What you are is what you will attract. I am loyal. I am honest. I am positive. I'm a great learner and I apply. And that's what I try to attract. But in order to attract those things, I have to be those things. I have to be those things. Now, there are exceptions to these rules, and I'm going to share with you two of those, one of them being Lewis Howes and the other one being Natural Nicole or Nicole Walters. Some of you know her Scopra. I want you to know this. The quickest way to be noticed, if you haven't picked up on it yet, the quickest way to get followers, we're talking shortcuts now. We're talking direct route. We're talking the stuff that most people don't talk about. They'll say, oh, you know, it took me years and I had to be ready and I had to do social media and I had to make sure that I had all of my ducks in a row and I had to be persistent. But the truth is, I triple dog dare you to find somebody who didn't have favor. I had favor. All the people I've mentioned have had favor. And no one tells you that. So I want to tell you, that's how you win favor. You win favor by being a student, by being a disciple, by being, by being somebody who believes, by someone who's invested their own time and someone who's actually applying these things, someone who is a good student. And that's how you win favor. Most people don't teach you that. They're like, well, you know, you've got to put in your time and you've got to do a lot of social media. All true. But every one of you listening right now have done those things. And it gets frustrating. You're like, I don't get it. I'm doing all those things. I'm being persistent. I'm creating exceptional content day after day after day. My message matters. I'm doing, I'm a great student. I'm doing all these things. But I'm telling you that people like, things explode, 90% of the time you're gonna find someone who, who favored them, someone who gave them that break. Doesn't, it doesn't matter the industry. It's just how it works. When I first realized I could develop a fitness program, now mind you, my history, my background, my education even had nothing to do with fitness. My degree in college was justice, morality, and constitutional democracy. I'd, owned, I'd started and created my own um, ability, like an, an uh, uh, auto swap meet that allowed private sellers to sell their vehicles to, or private owners to sell their vehicles to private buyers. So it was a car lot for the general public. And you were your own car sales man or car saleswoman. And I started that and put myself through college. After that, I also started a personal training business. And I'd done lots of different things. But once I realized like, gosh, I really enjoyed teaching group fitness classes. And I think there's a business here because it's a pain in the butt and you don't make any money. And I think I could develop a system that made it really fun and simple for people to teach. And I could systematize learning that choreography and the music, et cetera. And I've, I've got this idea, but I need, I need to know more. I need, I need to know how to get good. I need to, I need to get networked into this industry. I, I need to learn from the best. I need a mentor. 
So I set my sights on Jay Blonick. Now that might be a name that many of you don't know. If you're not in the fitness industry, you might not. But I set my sights on him because he was the best. He was doing workshops and seminars and you bet I invested. I signed up for every workshop and seminar despite the fact that I really couldn't afford to back then. And I went to everything and I learned. And every seminar, I made sure I sat up front and I didn't annoy him. I didn't bug him during the middle of the seminar while he's trying to deliver his best content. But I let him know I am your I am your number one student and I'm applying and I'm learning. And I went to his classes and I became his biggest fan. And I started networking with the people who were networking around him. So another tip I'd like to give you is instead of going directly to the person you want to mentor with, mentor with the people on the outside of their circle, the people who are around them. Because many times, once the people who are closest to that person already have formed a relationship with and say, hey, I really think you need to meet this person. They're amazing. A lot of the hard work's already been done. They trust their opinion. They believe them. And, and that, that's an easier person for you to access. And so that's what I did. I, I looked at the people who he was networking with who might not be as well-known in the industry, and I started creating relationships with them. And before long, we were meeting and having lunches. And, and here's that thing that I said I was going to tell you I did that might, some might consider even a little bit... Um, manipulative, but it's the truth. Now disclosed here. So at one of our lunches, I hatched this idea with this group of people who were above me. And by that, I mean, they're far more experienced, well-known. They were, they were on the circuit for workshops and seminars and, and teaching at conventions around the world. And I had none of that. I just had this idea. And I really, really wanted Jay Blonick to mentor me. And I had was doing the investing and we were connecting in that same circle. So I decided I would start this thing called Stone Soup. I don't even know if Jay knows the story. I hatched this idea and I said, hey guys, once every first Friday of the month, let's all get together at someone's house. It'll be like a potluck. We'll each add something to the mix. And with my background in, in business and marketing, you know, that's what I'll add. And, and Sue is someone who's really knows music and editing and Jay. And, and so each person brought something to the soup, something special to the soup. I didn't know was really a mastermind. I'd never even heard of a mastermind. I called it Stone Soup. And we met for dinner the first Friday of every month. And they loved the idea. So the first one was held at my house. Then I said, we'll all put our names in a hat and we'll draw from the hat. And whoever's name is drawn will be the person to host the next week. Now, I was thinking, I don't know if these people are actually going to do this for more than one week. I've got them over to my house. But what if, what if they don't come the next time we hold one? And I, I really need this opportunity to get to know Jay Blonick a little better. So I suggested that we just, we put everybody who was there, we put everybody's name on a little piece of paper in a hat and that we would at the end of the night, we would draw someone's name out of the hat and whoever's name was drawn would be the person who was to host the next uh, meeting, the next Stone Soup. Uh, again, it, it, I didn't realize it, but it was, it was a mastermind, but I, I didn't know about masterminds, so I didn't know what to call it. So we called it Stone Soup and, and I really wanted to learn from Jay Blonick and I, I really wanted to make sure that he was going to be at the next Stone Soup. And the only way I could make sure that he was really going to be at the next Stone Soup was, of course, if in fact 
his name was drawn from that hat. Okay, and this is the part where I, you know, I have a little bit of guilt associated with what I'm about to disclose and you probably already figured it out. Yep, I made sure that the only name on every piece of paper was Jay Blonick. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. It worked. And Jay was, of course, the person to host the next Stone Soup. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I know. I don't even know if he knows. Long story short, Jay Blonick did become an exceptional mentor for me, helped me with my on-camera presence. He connected me to the people who had worked with Jane Fonda and her early videos. And ultimately, he became my agent. He was my very first agent. Isn't that crazy? There's nothing more powerful than meeting people in person. You make the investment, you learn from them, you become their biggest fans, and not in a stalker weird way, but in a apply it way. Apply it. Like if you're showing up on my podcast and on my Facebook wall every single day, that's cool. But if you're not doing anything, it doesn't flatter me to favor you because you haven't done anything with my stuff. All you really represent is someone who it didn't work for. Because if you're doing this stuff, it freaking works. So it's not just about like being a biggest fan in a weird fan way. It, it means do it. And it's not just about doing it too, because at a certain point, let's face it, when we recommend somebody, it's a reflection on us. If I tell you this person's amazing and then they're really not, what does that say about me, right? And I have to carefully protect my opinion, my word, my integrity. And so, yes, it's one thing to get to know somebody online and in this medium, but when it comes down to it, I don't really know who you are until I've met you in person. Because there's many, many people that I have really come to appreciate and enjoy. And I think I've fallen in love with them. And, and you know what I mean? Like in a root for you kind of way. And then I meet them. I'm like, oh, wow. That's, thank goodness we met in person first before I put them on blast. You've got to connect in person. Introverts unite. I know we don't like to get out much. I know it's expensive to leave home. I know it is hard to do those things from time to time, but you've got to go to conferences. You've got to go to seminars and the right ones. And you, you've got to do the work and you've got to be a good student before you go. And you have to know who it is you're connecting with because your connections make all of that possible. And you've got to be the kind of person who truly is doing things for the right reason, not, not with expectation. Ne never give with expectation of a payback. Never go to one of those events with expectation that people are going to network with you. That's your job. You have to do that. You've got to make those connections. You have to do the work. You have to invest in others. And the quickest way to have people feel a level of trust and intimacy is through vulnerability. Now, don't be vulnerable just to be vulnerable. Be vulnerable with something you have worked through. That was my tip from my friend, Dr. Michaela. She's brilliant and she knows, as probably many of you do all too well, that people think, oh, okay, so the idea is to be vulnerable. So I'm going to share my deepest, darkest moment, but I don't know how it ties in. You don't know how it ties in because you haven't worked through it. You have to process that. You should probably see a therapist. You, if you haven't worked through that thing, you can't serve others with it because it's still holding you back. You have to work through that before that vulnerability can actually serve others.
Yeah, and and once you work through that, then you don't fear sympathy, you don't fear judgment, and it doesn't trigger, upset, or um, create the same response in you that it does before you work through it. Before you work through it, you can white knuckle the experience of sharing it with other people, but there will be a lot of fear in that. Once you work through it, it's kind of crazy. You'll just know it's time to share. These are, in my opinion, the things that very few people talk about on how to, how to make a name for yourself, how to have those connections. You know, of course, I mean, the basics we know. We know we've got to be ready for it. We know we have to know our stuff. We know we have to be an expert. We know we have to be willing and ready to receive. We know that we have to do the work and build our social media platforms and build our email list and all of these things. Do all of those things. But the truth is, and rarely spoken, is that most people need others to get there. You need others to get there. And people at the top, the good people, they want to give you not just a hand up, but a hand up above. They want you to be better than they are. That's, that's doing all of the work and then investing because together we are stronger. Together we are better. It's always about people, whether it's building your business and your team, it's people, it's relationships, notoriety, getting the book deal, having the opportunity to speak on stage, being the best in your business, having the right people know about you. It's all about and making an investment in the people who you truly believe in. Do your homework and then apply. Thank you so much for being a part of this live Build Your Tribe broadcast. It's been, it's been fun to share these stories with you. I look forward to having you on another broadcast. This episode has been sponsored by smartsuccess.com. What is Smart Success? Well, it's an online academy. It's a school. It's a place for you to go to learn everything you need to know to redesign, to improve, to recreate any area of your life. We cover fitness, mental well-being, financial security, the relationship between you and your significant other, the relationship between you, your friends, and your family, your focus, your hobbies, your spirituality. All of these things factor into our overall happiness. And most of us just default to the thing that's easiest for us. And, and unfortunately, we neglect the areas that need the most effort. But it's not just about recognizing there's an area that needs our attention. It's knowing what to do and how to do it. It's the habits, the formulas, and the systems for success. But not by someone else's definition, but your definition. In Smart Success, we teach you how to create the blueprint. Not our blueprint, your blueprint. What that should look like how to reverse engineer it, how to take the steps each and every day that don't overwhelm you, but move you in the direction of the life, this crazy, ridiculous, amazing, fun-filled life that you deserve. It's for everyone and anyone. It's for the housewife who feels unfulfilled. It's for the college student who doesn't know what they're going to do after they graduate. It's for the busy entrepreneur who believes they're supposed to be doing everything themselves. I believe that smart success is my purpose. It's my calling. And it is my way of helping others avoid the traps of the hustle. And I know because I was there. We had the house, the cars, the money, the bank accounts, 
the accolades. But what we didn't have is the life that we wanted. We were chasing success. We were doing all of the right things, yet we just, we couldn't breathe. And so from our challenges, we developed a program, a system, a step-by-step how to redesign your own life. Even if your life is amazing, if there's something inside of you that's telling you it could be better, or it's not exactly what you had imagined, if there's this feeling that you can't breathe or that there's a level of unhappiness you just don't want to admit to, I'm telling you, smart success is for you. And I invite you to take advantage of our free trainings and learn more for yourself by going to smartsuccess.com.